Your support makes it possible. Please make a donation today at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Engage. All right. We had a lot of shit to try to make tonight. The, you don't know about all the shit that went that happened to make tonight's episode happen. Tonight, Who, me personally, or are you talking to the audience? To, 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 to you personally and to the audience. But I'm talking to co-host Xavier. I'm Xavier Pearson. I'm Ralph Jean-Pierre. This is no suggestion. All right. Tonight, I'm not even going to say it. Well, yeah, we had a guest. That guest wasn't able to make it. And then I was like, who have I always wanted to have on the show who'll be around? And then I got here, and then I didn't have my usual recording gear, so we'll see how that works. And then we showed up, and the whole studio was different, and I didn't know. I don't. I still don't know if I'm supposed to be here doing the show In a fresh right studio. In a fresh studio. It's fresh yeah. right now. So there's a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know Steve was stubbing in. I was, I, I you know. Well, tonight, yeah, our guest, he's not a sub. I've, well, I've been, I've been wanting. He was going to get scheduled at some point. At some point. I've been, I've reached out to you probably four times already to get you on the show, haven't I? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We got, we got Steve Ling, everybody. Steve Ling. Sling Hi. Prov. Uh, Steve Ling. You know what I call you behind your back, Steve Ling? To this day, the impresario of the Triple Crown. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're an impresario. Um, uh, what's, uh, what's happening in your life, Steve Ling? You're on a, you're on a megawatt team at the Magnet. Magnet Improv Theater. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah, I'm performing at the other Magnet. Other funny people perform. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to get up on stage, mess around, do improv. Um, yeah, I, I, I teach independently once a week. I host a jam once a week. Um, yeah. Keep busy with improv mostly. What's happening in the in the in those other parts of your week? Is it other loose improv shows? Are you? I know you're a musician. Are you playing the piano? Is that what it is? Uh, I grew up playing the piano and the cello, but I'm not doing those right now. I, mm. I just fill up most days with something improv related. Um, playing in basketball? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I try to do that once a week if I can. Nice. Yeah. I've known. I've known Steve Ling more than a decade, I think, like 12 years. Mm-hmm. We were on our, we were, my first indie team was with Steve Ling. <clears throat> wow. Oh, it feels weird to keep calling me Steve Ling. Steve <laughs> Ling and I were on, a, were on an improv yeah, team that's together. That's how you're referred to that's most a, of the time. I know. I, I think <laughs> I know. everyone calls you Steve Ling. <laughs> I feel yeah. weird. I feel weird about Nobody it. Nobody calls right. you Steve Ling to your face? No, they, they do. They do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't recall myself that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't consider yourself. I'm like, I thought I'm Steve. But yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're like a title. You're like a, you're all like, right. you know. You're an entity. Yeah. All like right. a, like a czar or something. Yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> oh, our first, the first indie team. Yeah. Our, we were in an indie team together. It was called Milk oh, Tiara. Yeah. Yeah. Milk Tiara. Which <laughs> <laughs> it took me many years to realize how wrong that name is. Yeah. Is it like milk tea, but instead of it's like a pun on milk tea? I don't know. It just, to me now, it, it just sounds, sounds terrible. It yeah. sounds porny. <laughs> yeah. It does you came sound up with porny. that. Yeah. I came up with it. Oh, you came up wait, with it. Wait, wait. We were on a mine. group. We were in a group before that. It was like, there was like a, a group. Yeah, didn't you put something together with like other people? Am I imagining this? I think you're imagining it. Maybe I'm imagining. I feel like uh, I did uh, an indie uh, team after troop? that that you might have played with um, us. Maybe, maybe that was it. Yeah. Uh, I was I I was on a team called Boy Smell. 
Boy smell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's pretty. That's <laughs> yes. How long did that team last and who was on it? Uh, it was just like, uh, probably a, a, a less than a month, less than a month. Um, and I was on it with two other guys. One guy I haven't seen since. I think he, 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 I think after our team, he quit improv. Wow. And the other guy is the, the, fa- the famous, the, uh, the, the, my, the famous stand up. Dylan Adler, he was he was on that team. Oh, I know that name. You know this yeah. guy, Dylan. Oh Adler? yeah, 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 yeah. He's famous. Wait a minute, <laughs> weren't you on a team with Dylan and other people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was after. Yeah, I think that was before. That was before that team. Yeah, all right. I because I knew Dylan before. He was my first improv friend. Yeah, yeah. So we just go improvising all over the all over town, all over. Yeah. Wow. And then what happened with him? He just blew up with stand up and yeah. just took off. It's a funny story. Yeah, I I originally wanted to do I wanted to stand up. He was like, "No, I'm into this improv shit." And then it flip flopped. How long did it take for him to blow up? Um, I don't know. I I I I start. I think a, a good few months. Dylan's like, you know, he's just like, if you ever met met, met the guy, you like gravitate towards him. But uh, wow. he's 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 just a bright a bright shining face. Like uh, apart from his talent he's you just he's just like nice to be around so my god what's that like <laughs> i don't know I'm too dark for that yeah <laughs> oh you guys are too <laughs> we are. i i i've yeah man i feel like alley cats <laughs> yeah i feel like there's some people who attract and some people who repel you know that law of attraction yeah i break it every day <laughs> <laughs> you break the law of attraction wow that's some hardcore shit, Stone Cold. <laughs> I break the law of attraction. Well, today, like today physics. you attracted me to the, to here. There yeah, we go. Yeah. We got Steve Ling. But say both names. Listen, you're an impresario, man. I don't know what that means, but it sounds fancy. It, it sounds, sounds fancy. That's all it is. You you ran that Triple Crown for years, and now you're running other things. What does it feel like to be a damn legend? Oh, <laughs> legend. Um, infamous to some you're yeah. the greatest you're the greatest uh you're the greatest football player that ever <laughs> that ever played you're a yeah. damn legend I man like i mean yeah it's it's an honor but it feels like oh maybe some people resented me for it too <laughs> so i'm like uh, i don't know sometimes i don't know where whoever those people, people are fuck them and i bought right. this jersey i brought my son you know i know it's been a couple of decades it's been like a decade and a half since you played but you're a legend, man. You're a legend. I have town. my poster. I have a poster up of you. Uh, what? Uh, catching the catching that, the catching the football. He did that many times, son. He didn't just catch one football. This guy caught hundreds of footballs. Is a is a damn legend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you for? You forgot that you're a legend. You seem so you confused. Fo- where? Uh, yeah, yeah. I um. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in retirement, it's like it's it's, it's sometimes it's, with all the head injuries, it's I forget sometimes. I really, I sure hope you got a you got a family or something out there taking care of you. You just walked off the field after that last game. Yeah, you won the Super Bowl and you just everybody just watched you walk off the field and yeah. they thought you were going to the locker room or something. Nobody ever saw you again. A lot of people booed. I didn't. Um, yeah, it's tough. It's like a battle. Um, sometimes you have wounds and sometimes you just got to walk away and it's not as glory as it may have looked, but I'm glad there are people out there that, that admired what I did. But, um, I've been, 
I mean, I got married and had a family and started a career, but good, Jerry, good. That's really Jerry good. Uh, Mr. Hall, I'll call you Jerry Hall, Mr. Hall, I've thought about you every day for 32 years. What? Get out of here. I've thought about you every day. Why did you, you just walk off of that field? My, my son's Jerry, this is Jerry Jr. My name is not Jerry. My name is Dan. This is Jerry Jr. It takes a mental toll to like be out there. So yeah, it's not as I mean, it's, I, people think it's a game, but it's really it's like a battle. You know, you get you're getting hit. There's a lot of pressure to perform. So in some ways, I was just like I was, I was relieved to get out of there. I never I never touched a football ever again after that. All right. So sorry if this is not the story you're looking for, but uh, it's not. I wanted I wanted to. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wanted to hear some remorse or some regret because you feel like you took a portion of my childhood away from me and I, I tried to reclaim it back with Jerry. I'd make this kid play football a lot. No, I mean, you guys live your own lives. It's not as glorious. I mean, yeah. This kid's going to beat your record. Well, I have a record. That's right. I forgot. Jerry, please adopt me. What? Please adopt you? Yeah. I don't. If you want to, I'll allow it. You, I, I love my you son. You don't know. Like, why makes I would you think never. I'm a good father? I'm actually a father, and I don't. I'm never there for my son. I, I I have to take like six hour walks by myself just to still decompress from from the from some of the some of those like big moments where I, I felt like I didn't come through. You you won more Super Bowls than any player ever in history, and you just walked away. You gave your, you gave everything. You sold everything. And you just walked off of the field. Yeah. If I, you want to start a family, I'll give you my son to train I, in your ways. No. I want my childhood back. Um, please, please. Jerry, I, you're I, going with Jerry. I gotta walk please. away. I'm walking away from this. Wait, J- J- Jerry Hall, please I'll, don't I'll, I'll follow you. Don't. Where, where's your car? How did you, you know I played football? Get away from me, guys. We, I recognized you. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm, I wore, I, I wear makeup. So that people don't recognize me. You're clearly not in shape anymore. Wherever you walk, I can follow you. I purposely yeah. gain weight so people wouldn't recognize me, and you guys still recognize me. And I'm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why you thought makeup was gonna was gonna hide your hulking figure. I mean, it's very beautifully applied. You do look different and that's beautiful. I must say. Thank you. That's the thing. Football players, you just can't get away from that. The figure always stays with you, no matter what you do. You don't have to raise my son, but I just... <laughs> yeah, you don't want me to do that. Um, well, I want you to do two things now. I want I want you to give me a, a good reason why you walked away from the game of football, and I want you to call your son. Hey, hey, stop. you're ordering me around, man. You sound like my coach. Like, dude, man, I, I told you. I walked away from the game because it was a lot of pressure. All right. It was like I didn't enjoy the pressure. Well, and you're putting pressure on me now, and I don't. Here's a about your corn dog. All right, that makes me feel better. Thank you, Jerry Junior. We got to go to practice. Uh, all right, okay. So he's not gonna be my dad. No, I'm your dad, Dan. This man would be a great dad to you, despite what he says. But I mean, you can take the good aspects of me and, and use that in your fatherhood. But I just basically, the way I've raised my son is I basically just read your trading card every day, and then I apply whatever I read to my son. 
Okay. I don't know how that helps in fatherhood because it's a lot of stats, but yeah, whatever works. Every day I try to get at least two to three touchdowns. Yeah. That's a lot. Try That's a lot in the game. Stats. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a damn good football player. Thank Wow. And you have, there's no pressure for you to do any more than you do now. Could I at least took the first bite of that horn dog? That's a, that's a step toward healing. Sorry, it's cold. It's all right. <laughs> See? <laughs> that felt good. Yeah. Were you confused love- at first? I didn't, I didn't realize we started the scene yeah, at first. Yeah, we just jumped right in. And then I was end. like, oh, shoot, this is an improv scene. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> it happened magically. Yeah. Isn't that such a cool skill that... Imagine if you did that to just a random person on the street. <laughs> they might just walk away or something. I wonder how many people would be like, I'm in. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll perform. We're an improvisers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you ever do any of that, Steve? You ever just try to jump into improv scenes with people on the street? Um, I don't think so. It sounds like something I, I you would, would do. do, but I don't. Yeah. It does sound so. I have I have walked around with Steve on the street and he's just like. He'll just like talk to someone. He'll just like go oh, for it. I used to actually. I used to do that more. Yeah, there, yeah. Was a, there was a time where I was trying to like be out of my shell more. So I would, uh, I would try to talk to strangers. You were like engaging in social martial arts. You were yeah. trying to tra- train your. Yeah, and after a while, I was like, "This is getting weird." I'm just, <laughs> and now, I, now I do the opposite. Now I'm like sitting on a plane, and I won't talk. to to the person next to me like wow okay yeah what do you think you're still do you you feel i went through a phase probably around the same time where anything that scared me i would do it immediately wow yeah wow that led to me taking my bike tour Mm -hmm. for a couple years if it scared me i would do it immediately um wow what do you i don't think i'm living that way anymore but that the remnants of it are still in me and I definitely will certain things if I feel afraid, I'm like, I have to do this now. Do you feel like you still have remnants of that era of your life still living in you? Um, yeah, I, I, do, I do it on Facebook. I'll just like type, just, I'll just like type whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And just yeah, I'll, I'll use that as an outlet. Wow. Wow. But other than other than that, I try try to like reel it in in real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. What a. What a journey life is. Do you have any any of that? Do you have any like uh some some like some part of your life where you're like I'm gonna do this no matter what? Yeah. Uh yeah. I've I've, I've had like there was a, there was a day where I I had a little had a little of a uh, 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 had a smoke smoke a weed. Yeah yeah yeah. One smoke of weed. <laughs> had one smoke of weed and then I walked around I was like and I decided I was gonna look everyone in the eye. Wow. <laughs> everyone that oh, walked by. That's me. something I would do. I yeah. would do that in. Se- constantly to yeah. everyone uh, yeah i would i i would just like yeah because you know usually you look down or you like you know you try to pretend so i was like you know for some reason i just try to look everyone in the eye and i sort of just felt what i felt and tried to feel some sort of try to take some try to be as positive as possible instead of just like you know trying to ignore everyone and that, that sort of stuck with me i sort of have a a different outlook when traversing 
when in transit because a lot of times in New York we're a lot, we're we're just moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I and we don't engage with the space around us as much, or we're in our own heads. So I try, I try to at least be a little bit uh, uh, aware and enjoy what's happening in transit. I I very much yeah. I feel like there's a constant. That's a constant like theme among New Yorkers, like how you're navigating the transit, how you're navigating that time, how you're negotiating that time. Yeah, I go through phases. I go through phases where I'm just listening to things. I go through phases where I'm like, I refuse to wear headphones. Mm-hmm. I go through phases where like, or I'm going to use this time absolutely to, to read. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna, and I go through phases where I'm like, I'm gonna look everyone in the eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so funny. Yeah. Um, what's your relationship now to? To the transit, Steve. Do you do a lot of commuting? I feel like you. Um, you got everything in a. Yeah. You got everything in a little. I like. I kind of like convenience in general. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll usually transit with city bike, and but there was a time I was coming into like Brooklyn and and Queens for a bit, and that that was cool. The pandemic forced us to really have to travel to do anything. I mean, in terms of the arts, because a lot of you want to push the mic. A lot of the stuff was closing down, so I was like, it was a good opportunity to go go to Bushwick to do improv or or Astoria. Um, Tuck, can you? Uh, what do you? What do you got to say about that? That their pandemic, Steve Ling, about the pandemic. What did it dear, teach you? What did it give you? What did you do at that time? Um, like, I want to know what Steve Ling's time in the I did, pandemic. I did a lot like. of online Zoom. Zoom and Brav. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I was I yeah, did some you, of those with you. Those then, were fun. Yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you got tired pretty quick. You're like, I'm I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I left. Are you and still do, Oh yeah, so go ahead. No, no, yeah. No. No, no, once yeah, I, I stopped too. Once stuff stuff started opening up, I was like, Oh, I'm not gonna go back. I'm just gonna do in person stuff. Can I just say that for the last like really for the last five months? M- Every one out of every ten times I look at a clock, my birthday is on the clock. Wow, it's freaking me out. Eleven, eleven, nineteen, twenty-three. No, no, not that part, not the second part, but the rest of it. Yeah, it's eleven, nineteen. That it happens a lot. It happens like a couple times a day sometimes. Wow, I'm I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds like more than a coincidence. Is it always a clock that you're looking at, or is it like a price? Sometimes. It's a lot. Gentlemen. 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 I am losing my mind. That is a surety. Rest assured. Is there some way you can postpone this? Postpone this loss of your mind? Sanford, I would like to. I would like not to lose my mind, because we're on a massive case Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. at the cia yeah but rest assured (laughs) don't doubt it we're in the middle we're in the middle of one of the most important cases america has ever seen yes many lives are involved many lives could be at stake people could die there could be massive property damage cataclysm uh, the likes of which maybe we've never seen and i am losing my mind i'm the lead investigator yeah. I'm going to have to pass this over to you, Clarence. What? You're going to have to take the lead on this case. I'm a second-year analyst. I'm 
I, this is the most sane decision I could make. I have very few other sane decisions I can make. And this is an important case. All right. I, you know, you're I, now in charge, Clarence. Yeah. That's why I came to the CIA. I wanted to, to serve the country when I, when I was called up. You're, you're being called. And I'm going to call you again on, a, on this big phone that's shaped like a buzzard. I got it in my... Okay. There's, there's no big phone with buzzard. Calvin, there's no big phone. Let's focus, gentlemen. Because we got to pass off. I got to postpone I, that, okay? Get, get rid of the buzzard in your brain. Sanford, if I get rid of the buzzard in my brain, uh, who's going who's gonna to scavenge the rest of the information? You are... You're not a bird. You're not a buzzard. You can't go into my brain. Clarence, get a load of this guy. I am losing my mind. Okay? We need you. You're a genius. I, that is probably what is causing me to lose my mind. The pressure of being known as a genius. Also, the just revolutions and uh, the, the, the sheer energy of thoughts that are passing through my mind. Just have a bourbon and a cigar. Just have a bourbon and a cigar. This is not madman. <laughs> Well, except I'm a mad man, possibly. I'm not sure if I'm losing my mind, but it feels that way. I felt like, uh, like therapy or like take some time off. What? Yeah, go to the beach. What does an analyst do in the CIA? Well, I um, retain, I, I, I you know, read, read the information um, and make some deductions. You haven't done a lick of work since you've gotten here, have you, Clarence? Well, as a second-year analyst, um, you, you guys, with decades of experience, have done a lot more. Why? I don't understand why uh, it is, but you have my implicit trust. You're going to lead this. You're going to lead this case. Seventy men and women have been murdered, decapitated, split open by a by a gang of serial killers. That's. Connected to a Mexican drug cartel. I've, I've, I've been waiting for this We've been moment. calling them the banana bunch. D- am I imagining that that's true? Is that real? That is true. We've been Sanford, calling them the, the, the banana Sanford, don't smile bunch. when that... I am, I am losing my mind, gentlemen. I don't know what's just real or what's Just have a bourbon and a cigar. Just, eat, just <laughs> kick back with a bourbon and a cigar. You'll be fine. Is this a reverie of my imagined... Clarence, please, <laughs> let me know if this is real or not. What should we do... Clarence, my both of my feet. If you look down at my shoes right now, both of my shoes are buzzards. The 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 head of of this case just passed it on, passed on the new head. So you are the head now, Clarence Sanford. I I didn't mean to talk about heads in our, for this specific case that we're doing, but but you're holding two. You're holding two dolls' heads. <laughs> yeah, holding. Yeah, um, I shouldn't be holding these. I should. Yeah, this was not what I was picturing when I joined the CIA, honestly. There's there's a lot of data. There's a lot of lives. There's a lot of pressure. And after a while, you don't quite know what's real. Both of those dolls' heads are cake. They're both cake. We needed this. This is crucial to the case. Okay. Aren't they, Sanford? <laughs> they are. Um. They are. We had these two doll heads made of cake specifically so we could crack this shit wide open. Clarence, is this case solved yet? 
Um, in this conversation, I haven't had a chance to go back to the computer and take a second look at the data. Now that I know I'm in charge, I'll be able to like decide what where the investigations should go. The entire top filing cabinet of my filing, the top, t- entire top drawer of my filing cabinet has been dedicated to this case. All the information is in this. Okay. Is in this drawer. Yeah. I have I have three briefcases in my car uh, trunk. All right. I want to put it on the like local cloud so that we can have more analysts look at the same information because I feel like it's been like it's data heavy. You're dealing with psychology. You're dealing with uh, a lot of different personalities that are involved. Remember, it's a gang and it's many different uh, it's many different victims, hundred, like a few dozen victims. But also, it's a lot of data. Just a lot of data yeah, that yeah, needs to be collated. A lot of data, and you can't go into my trunk. Yeah, we gotta see. We're not working as a team. You guys are like hoarding data separately, and we should be putting it in a centralized spot where everyone can like. We have we have we have thirty two analysts working on this case. We, we should all be able to re- like look at the same, you know, same information. The thing is, here's the thing about the CIA. You may or may not have noticed this, but all of the analysts are named Clarence. Yeah, I I spoke to some of them. They 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 had other names, and they they were. Forced to change names. All the information is in this drawer, but also when I open it, it's a buzzard. There's a live buzzard living in there. Oh my god! God damn it! Have a have a bourbon and a cigar, Calvin. I, you took a bite out of one of those dolls' heads. You you guys are unorthodox. It's crack you, the you've, case. you've solved so many cases before in the past, so I don't know. I feel like. I, I wouldn't do things this way. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have it. I, I, it, just, it just came to me. <laughs> just from, from the holding the... We've got to go to the Niagara Falls. <laughs> We've got to go to Niagara Falls now. How do you let's, guys do it? How? <laughs> let's go. I don't get it. <laughs> we have to you go were just, now. You're holding these dull it ju- cake heads. I, it just cracked wide open for This me. is detective work, Clar- Clarence. <laughs> it just cracked wide open. We got to go to Niagara Falls. I'm going to fire up my... You've got to uh, clear it with the... He's the head of the, he's the, oh, head of the right. investigation. You know, <laughs> normally I would say you're, you're, you're out of your mind, but I don't know. You have a, you have a conviction in your voice. Where I'm gonna say yes, yes. Let's send every, let's send the whole team there right now. Yeah, send send a fire truck, gentlemen. It's a, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure working with you. I am flying off on the back of this buzzard, Clarence. I trust you. You're in good hands. Goodbye. <laughs> wow, there really was a buzzard. Scene. <laughs> All right, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're listening. <laughs> you're listening to Radio Free Brooklyn, independent listener-supported radio. If you'd like to listen to RFB when you're not in front of your computer, please download our free mobile app for iPhone and Android. Available in the App Store for iPhone, for Google Play Store for Android. That's some of that. Nice. Right. Let's talk about dramatic improv. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That scene was it dramatic? I don't know if it was dramatic or not. There was some there was yeah. some tension in there. Yeah, was, your 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 microphone is falling apart. Yeah, it's because of me. I keep tapping it, man. I'm fidgety sometimes. It's all right. Um, what were you we saying? Oh yeah, yeah. That scene was kind of dramatic. I feel like it was dramatic to a silly degree, but yeah, it was kind of dramatic. Would you ever do some dramatic improv, Steve Ling? Would you be interested in that? I could try. 
I'm, yeah. We talked earlier, and I and I said, Steve Ling, <laughs> you're an actor. And yeah. You were like, well, Rob, but you're a real actor. The hell? Yeah. He had the, he had a differentiation, which I understand. I understand that that it's to some improvisers, acting is a is a separate skill that some improvisers have and some don't. Does that resonate with you, Steve Ling? We've probably talked yeah, about yeah. This I mean, when I think of dramatic improv, I think of like a wide range of emotions, and then I feel like oh, I play like pretty close to myself, so that's why I don't think like I'm a suited for dramatic improv. But like Ralph, I feel like like you you have a big range, so that's really I think first of all, that's very flattering and endearing. Also. Excuse me. I'm wondering what it is about me that's that's giving that impression, and also what it makes me think is it's time to do some dramatic improv. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to do some right. magic improv. I'll show you dramatic specifically improv. with Steve. That's I think I've already done a bunch of dramatic scenes with Steve. But oh, really? I'm, I'm sure at yeah. least one. I'm sure. All right. At least. What are the rules of dramatic improv? What does it have to be? I guess there has to be. Mistakes. Someone has to be crying. That's that's what I think. <laughs> All right, that's the one rule. Somebody's got to cry in this scene. That's okay. so forced. That's so. <laughs> Someone All has right. to do it. I Somebody mean, has, has to, to yell at some point. Somebody has to yell. Someone's got to yell. Someone's got to cry. What else have we got in here <laughs> for dramatic improv? Somebody has to profess love of either someone or something. All right, sure. Yeah, got three Throw rules. Throw that in the pot. Got to Somebody's got to cry. Somebody's got to yell. Somebody's got to profess their undying love. Anything else that we re- that really it's got to be dramatic improv? I feel uh, like we got to commit to a real sincerity. Gotta a real really- sincerity? What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess we, yeah, we just keep it real grounded. No magical Fruit Loop uh, leprechaun. Um, and then, you I'm know, scared this is going to be so boring, but we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to try to not... Be, we're just gonna be people in a world that's very dramatic. Let's try not to have fun. <laughs> All right, I know. We gotta, we gotta. Somebody's gotta cry. Somebody's gotta yell. Somebody's gotta profess their love, and we gotta be sincere and keep it real and true and grounded. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Do we? This is no suggestion, so we won't take a suggestion. We're just gonna go into it. I'm still mad about you. I'm still mad about yesterday. I'm still mad about it. Um, I have other friends. All right. I give me some space sometimes, and then you know, you, 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 just because we're in a relationship doesn't mean like you control me. I, I I'm I wasn't trying to control you. Okay, and and. And you have, you said you just, you have other friends? Like, is our relationship a friendship? I don't even, I don't even want to get, get into that. No, we're obviously more than friends. But I have other friends, and they need me too. It's just, just the, you know, I'm, I, 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 you just can't expect me to get over it. Get over what happened yesterday, can you? I don't. Can you can you expect me to get over it? Yes, yes. You want just me to get over it? Just get over it. What's so hard about it? Just like 
Just accept that people are different than your expectations. Get over it. I can't take you guys fighting anymore. I, I'm leaving this firm. It's been just tense at this firm for, for weeks now. And you guys don't seem to be getting any closer to resolving your issues. And we're really behind on work. And um, I'm just distressed. And I can't take it anymore. Well, S- Sue, Carl, you guys have been really great to me. But I've got to move on. It's tax season. We need you. I, I'm I'm sorry to do this, but I'm putting in. I won't even put in my two weeks. I, I'll be done at the end of the week. It's just much too stressful. I'm having my gums are bleeding. I'm having sleepless nights, and you're having sleepless nights because of because of our fighting. If I'm to be honest, I'm sorry, Sue, but I think Carl should be with me. What? Have you two been fucking? I think we should tell him. Oh, God. You, I'm pregnant. You two have been. What do you expect? There's a, we're, we're here. There's late. Sue, don't cry. Don't cry. We're just human beings, all right? These things happen, especially in a close environment. You can't stress me out too much because I'm carrying a child. <laughs> you both. Sue, no. Sue. I'm so... I don't know what to say. I can't believe this bullshit. Sue, I'm, you're still, I'm still your husband. What? Yeah. You're the father of my children. Yeah. What, of my I know, child. I know that. But I mean, I'm still like, you know, I'm married. I'm Sue's my wife. You knew you were married when we slept together. People can love more than one person. I'm. Uh, you, you mean that? Yes. Well, I can't be shared. I won't be shared. And I won't share you anymore. And I can't be shared. I'm leaving. Call me when you've made a decision. About whether or not you want to be a father to our child. I do want to be a father, but I don't know why I, I can't. You fucking love it. You uh, bastard. You fucking why, bastard. Why is life so hard? And we have so much, so many tax returns to do. <laughs> was that good? I don't know if that was good or not. I don't know. I, mean, I like that line. Though. <laughs> oh, was shoot. that good? Uh, we got to do more of those. I want to do more dramatic scenes. Yeah, we should pepper those in more. Yeah, <laughs> that was beautiful. How do yeah. you feel about it, Steve Lang? What uh-huh. was your experience in there? You did. I noticed you did. You did the yell. You did what the yelling part. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was definitely a, a larger range than I normally do. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, damn, that's. Uh, and you know what? <clears throat> Here's I'm gonna make I'm gonna I'm gonna when I'm 
initiating a, a, a dramatic scene, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, interesting. I'm just going to do it. Okay. okay. I don't think I'll do it again this show, but you never know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe the time calls for it. The moment calls for it. I, I, I don't... I carry, not resentment, but disappointment and sadness when improvisers are like, no, the real acting happens in dramatic stuff. I feel like I've watched you over so much over the years, Steve Ling, do such terrific acting. Thank you. <laughs> That's... I almost can't believe those words, but thank you. <laughs> wow. Embrace it. Thank you. I don't like the inferiority complex improvisers have to actors. I don't. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. I feel it's, uh, I don't know. I guess I know where it comes from. I don't know. Where do you think it comes from? Where do, both of you. Where do you think that inferiority complex comes from between for, that, that improvisers have for real actors? Uh, probably money wise, they get they get paid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, they get paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, to, I mean, to me, they're they're like really working on There's a certain a script, so they're they're really putting a lot of time into the script and really contemplating it. They're really working on their craft, whereas like we show up and we just like kind of do it, and if we're not like super committed, the audience forgives us because they know we just made it up. And as a result, we never get as deep, I think, as actors. Yeah, I'm I'm hearing all that, but I hate all of it. I don't <laughs> I don't agree with any of that. Yeah, anything. Yeah. First of all, most actors are not. I'm an actor. I'm not getting paid. Yeah, Shit. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of actors are broke. Yeah. And also, this deep, <laughs> the deep. We tried to go deep just now. It's like there's still so many taxes to do. Yeah. Everything ends up just being what do you, the deep like how much how deep can things go before it's just ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like the the comedic stuff is every bit as valid and every bit as dramatic. What's um what's the most memorable? This is usually a show where I try not to talk about improv so much but we're here with the impresario of the triple crown yeah what's the, the improv what's the most memorable improv scene you have in your mind the the an improv scene you did that you're like well this feels pretty dramatic besides the one we just did that was like it felt like i went through a range of emotions but it was comedy improv but there's a question for both of you as well um i i remember i'll give steam steam Steam, Steve, time to think. Steve Ling, Sling, Sling, um, I remember, I remember at the, at the tiny cupboard actually, which is like a, like you know, a few, like a month, a few months ago, back when, back when you, Anya, you and everyone yeah. were doing. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. I remember that time. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember doing a scene with uh two people. It was like. Uh, a guy coming back into town after, you know, being a rich lawyer or something like that. And I just remember it got dramatic. It got dramatic and it was funny at the same time of this person re- re- reconciling with his people that he, he don't, he, he doesn't, he doesn't associate with anymore. I think I remember this scene. Yeah. 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 I remember, I, I remember I said a line that was like, <laughs> it was so dramatic and also, the fact that it was so dramatic was so funny. It was uh um uh I said like uh the uh, I left the bar and I was talking to somebody else and it was like what happened? And I was like, Oh the 
I I was I oh I was being robbed and I was like oh, you could rob me I was already robbed by the people I was loved. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that had a little pop and it was, and it also it felt <laughs> it felt like a sort of a real emotion. emotion. Real, yeah. yeah. That's real. That's deep. Yeah. You got you got one you got one Steve. Um Hey, be sure to subscribe to our monthly newsletter for the latest news about new programming and upcoming Radio Free Brooklyn events. You can sign up at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org backslash newsletter. Steve's going to tell us about a scene. Uh, You know what? I I can't remember anything. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I can remember some stuff I've done in the past few days. Oh, let's talk about Yeah, any Um, of those. uh, There was a scene where we heard... Batman themed music at the magnet while I was doing their mixer. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was doing a scene with this uh, girl and she was giving me like a really like villain, like mischievous face. And then I was like, hey, I, I just want, I just want to, I just want you to give me back my wife as if like, like this villain had like kidnapped my wife. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it was. I think uh, it got a big laugh for some reason. Maybe because it just like it, it sounded sin- it. sincere and it like yeah. it connected with, um, yeah, what what looked what it looked like on stage. So I, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, it's a good answer. It's yeah, good that, that's yeah. That could have that sounds that you did act in that. That was acting. That was acting. Yeah. That was acting. And it sounds like there was some pretty high stakes, <laughs> which. Which is, I don't know, Jermatt could cause drama. I want to have like a handheld device that there's a dial that moves from when it went from acting to not acting. <laughs> you put it in front of scenes and you're like, oh, this is acting. And you put it's it in so front of funny. improv and it goes, yeah. no, not acting. Yeah, like <laughs> when you break it down, like improvisers just want to get to acting. Just like that's when the fun starts and when they start acting. Yeah. I feel like. I think the whole thing is acting. <laughs> we did a Shakespeare play th- this summer. How different was doing that play to doing improv? I've never asked you about this. I want to know what I want to know. How different was that? Yeah, how I mean, di- there were lines. We're reading lines. We're reading the lines part was different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it did feel kind of improv-y. We were just it was just me and it was just us on stage together. And every even after after we do one rehearse one one scene and we do it again it's the doing it again feel, feels like a whole new thing right it feels like you're starting over again kind of it yeah there there's some similarities and this is shakespeare yeah what the fuck i i don't know man i i don't i don't buy it i don't buy the difference between improv and yeah. acting and yeah well i i'm not against you i've already again i've drunk the Kool-Aid i've 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 <laughs> I've uh I've I've sat sat with you in, in the in that pink church and watched those um watched all the videos of of like John Leguizamo and all that. Oh, you were in that class? Yeah, in the class. Oh yeah, I yeah. I, I took I, I teach a class where I, <laughs> I oh, indoctrinate yeah. people into my philosophy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. I got I got to take the class. Yeah, uh, it's a fucking. I make everybody wear white tennis shoes. Um, That's an old reference from like the 2000s. But yeah, so I'll step back. But Steve, 
whatever opinions you have on the on the topic if you're if about acting uh, acting versus it, whether it is improv or this versus- is even interesting <laughs> i mean the more committed the improviser is like they say that's like the more compelling the improv mm, they say so i guess acting is at the heart of it all oh shit <laughs> i think the, the acting wins <laughs> What's what's the thing with you in basketball, Steve Lang? <laughs> you call me Steve for the rest of the show. All right, Steve. <laughs> Thanks. At the end, at the very end, I'm gonna call you Steve Lang again. All right, all right, that's fair. Right. Yeah. Basketball. Yeah. Um. You love yeah, improv. I, 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 you love- I love it. It's um, you know, it involves a lot of creativity, and and I was like like doing things in a non traditional way. So I like when I was playing, I was enjoyed doing like weird shots. Wow. That, that people didn't expect. Oh. Um, What's it? So you have your own like signature shot, like a, a shot that no one sees coming? Yeah, I used to do a lot of, um, I used to do a lot of underhand shots. Whoa. But, but um, like, bo- like, you would, would you like pop up to like look like you're doing a layup and then you swing it around to underhand? Um, sometimes just like, like sort of just like turning real quick and doing an underhand shot, but those eventually like those got blocked a lot. And then I started, (laughs) I started doing a lot of hook shots. Oh, okay. Whoa. Does that, does that, are you like practicing in the off time when you're not playing games to get that? Are you just practicing by just doing it a lot in games? Um, I, I used to practice. Yeah. Like left and right hand hook shots. Um, yeah, I I love rebounding. I, I love like. Like seeing like like where the ball like off the rim where you think the ball's gonna go and then trying to like go there. Is yeah. there math involved in this? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You're like looking at angles and stuff like that. This is the thing that Anya and I, my ex, used to argue about. That I was like, I can't, I don't catch well. I'm not good at like sports that have a ball and shit. And mm-hmm. I think it's because there's math involved. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> have a brain, a natural brain for math. I could develop. I think I could develop better skills at math, but yeah. I don't have a natural brain for math. And you, you do math. Yeah. Um, my math skills have gotten less sharp from doing improv, but yeah. What? I, I, yeah, definitely. Hold on. Wait a minute. Because of improv, your math skills have gotten less sharp. I think so. Yeah. Holy shit! It's not a bad thing. I, 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 in life, it's not a bad thing. In but life, but yeah. if, I'm, if I'm doing it for like work or something, it is a bad thing. <laughs> you guys can't make me laugh so much. I'm getting dumber. <laughs> what do you got to? We can't have so much fun anymore. What do you, you got to? Uh, you going to freaking fart? <laughs> Scott. Stop it, man. <laughs> I don't see the problem. I got a, I got a family to support. I got a career, man. We're having too much fun out here. Bob, we're at the I'm, barbecue. Chill out. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting less smart. I used to be smarter. My wife's upset. My parents are disappointed in me. You're, you're, you know, you're a real pleasant person to be around. You know, we like you more this way. Well, we'll we'll happily um, do your work for you, just for, if you can keep being as fun as you are. You guys don't like me when I'm smart, when I know like math and facts and stacks, stats. 
Uh-huh. When I, uh, I used to know the words. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 you, no, no. I gotta no, leave this barbecue, dudes. No. I gotta this no. barbecue. Just come on, look just give you. me a burger. No, you're, you're dumb. You're good and dumb right yeah. now. <laughs> you're so real with us. Look at you. Like you're like we. I just like when I look at your face, I get you. Like I feel like you're. You know, you're not hiding. I read books, man. I read books by like <laughs> Dust. Dusty, Dusty F, <laughs> Dusty F, Don't even try. Steven, <laughs> Steven, um, man, look at the book I have in my pocket right now. Uh, you know, me, oh uh, my God, me, that's so need, thick. Get that, get it. Let me throw it into the, um, yeah. the, the grill fire. Yeah. Don't throw use that. it to level the table. Ah. Yeah, level out the. Yeah, there we go. Now that's the table. Yeah. Guys, we laugh and joke around too much. We like fart on each other. Come on, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah, that's what's we, that's what we do. You know, that's Who what we tied do my barbecue. shoes together. <laughs> <laughs> that that was uh, my kid. I I gave him a dollar to tie your shoes. <laughs> Guys, if I don't get smart. I could lose my job. I could lose my house. I could lose my family. I could lose my wife. We got your back. We'll we'll make sure. What what does that mean? You're gonna make sure. Which part are you gonna make sure of? I the my can't. You can't make my wife happy. You can't make my kids and my community respect me. Your wife? Really? If she doesn't, I feel like she should like you more for the way you are now. And if she doesn't, then. Wow, maybe I'm talking too much, <laughs> but somebody pants to me. No, you you can do you can do better because you you're you're, <laughs> uh, you're you're a better I gotta version post this of yourself. On Instagram, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> look you're, at that. You're beautiful the way you are. So yeah. I, don't change anything about yourself. Don't worry. Yeah, maybe yeah. just come down to our level. Get that. Get rid of that bullshit job. No, no, no. We're, there's there's lots of good jobs for dumb people. Both of you, both of you guys just move lumber around. Yeah, maybe we yeah. can get you at the the lumber yard somewhere. You know. Yeah, yeah. Get you you can, little corner you leave spot. Leave the office and then do the lumber with us. There, there we go. Ah, oh, are we, are we that that dumb are that we, we that dumb? And then we just ah, uh, maybe we're not that dumb. Maybe we're you? smart. Yeah. Maybe we're smart, smart, and the dumb, the smart people, the people who think they're smart are dumb, and we're dumb. That we're dumb. Yeah, you're onto it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're no, we're, we're the smart ones. We're the smart ones. Yeah, you used you used I, to be <laughs> filled with nonsense. Yeah, Putting, spraying mustard on your crotch, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys know where my house is. That's right. It's uh, across the street. Yeah. You gotta pull up your pants. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. We got. We got one. Another one in. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Um how many uh how many uh I can't believe you said that you feel like improv is making you is it because you practice math less or is it because you it's making your brain soften? 
I don't know what it is exactly. Holy shit! I just I noticed. Oh, I'm, you noticed I'm not a big star- difference? Yeah. yeah. Um. Whoa, that just, is boggling my mind. For is, real, is it just occupying space in your brain that you would have occupied with a, a problem or a, a formula? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's like it's like I'm present in a different way. You're president? I'm present. <laughs> oh. But like I used to be more present with numbers. And then that would make me like less present with people. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm more present with people and less present with like you know, all the numbers on the screen and like everything. Oh. Yeah. Is was it like the your first language? And then <laughs> something, you something like a, that. Yeah, a second yeah. language and it's like you're not you're not yeah. Speaking Spanish anymore with at the with abuelo. abuelo. Oh, nice! I was about to say we're dangerously close to racial stereotype, but we averted it. <laughs> I didn't know who you're talking about exactly, but good, 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 good. Yeah, did I get into stereotype there? I, I, I it was just where my brain was going. I'm racist. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, God, that fascinates me that you can have so much fun that your brain gets less sharp. In terms of one set of thinking or one side of your thinking or your brain. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why like some creative people maybe have difficulty doing like a desk job. Do most people not have difficulty doing a desk job? Maybe. Um, but then some people can get used to it. Maybe. Damn. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of sad. And then they, they, they lose a certain side of them. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude. Yeah. I, at, at the desk job I used to work at, I had to. I'll I'll take our lunches, and I just walk around. I wouldn't even eat. I just walk to decompress or to yeah, yeah just to move. Because I I think after if I sit down for too long, I I visit, I get my brain hurts. Like I I'm, I get physically hurt. My it's painful. It's very unhealthy to like sit for a long time. Supposedly. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask you to reduce your lunch to three minutes. Three minutes. Take your lunch down to three minutes. Um, shouldn't take you that long to eat a tuna sandwich. That's what we serve you. We uh-huh. provide you lunch here because we want you to be done in three minutes. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. This is Goldman Sachs. Um, we're a top company. We pay you enough, so if we want a three-minute lunch break. I think you can, you can I, do it. Cut I it just down, slice it down. We offer you. You can get a massage if you want. You want me to cut it down? Th- cut it down three uh, minutes. Just eat at your desk, basically. Not cut it down. Cut it. Down by three? three minutes. No, you Cut want me to have a three-minute lunch? Minutes. Yes. Yeah. Just have a recreation room. We just don't want you to leave the building, leave the premises, go for a walk. Cut it. Cut the break. Cut the break down to three minutes. We'd rather okay. have you in the building. You don't want us to have a break. Is that what you're saying? Basically, yeah. We don't want you to have. We don't need to have a break. Yeah. I want to be clear about what I'm saying. We insist that you have a break. It's by law. It's it's demanded. It's mandated that you have a break. Uh-huh. Make that break three minutes. Make it three minutes. Uh huh. Well, I that I think that's that's n- not enough time for that for me to actually have a break. I think Whoa. three minutes. Oh, I don't I, understand. We I, I we told you what we wanted. We I you. would. I, Sophie and Sophie and Carla will hand feed you. You don't even. You could the break is a technicality. You can be hand fed your meal. I think, wow, I think Mark work. and Jacob should also <laughs> feed you. Yeah, it's very sexist to only have female workers feed you. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, 
So that's also a problem. That's can I get Tony and uh, if he was on a break right Beth? now, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be there for me to have my back to think about that. Yeah, how sexist that was. Oh, but that's that's no problem. I I didn't I didn't notice that. You know whether or not I I think it could be two women can feed me, and I think that's fine. Why do you think it is that you didn't notice? Maybe I'm sexist. Oh yeah, or or taking it's a, too long a break. Oh, you're saying I. I'm uh, okay. I don't know why that would would be the cause of why I didn't notice the, those two people you named. Um, I just less time thinking, look, more time breaking. I I would. This is Goldman Sachs. I would argue I've already been taking three minute breaks. I'm sorry. I've been taking three minute breaks already. Wonderful. Then all right. Then keep it up. Keep that up. Um, but that's that's not. I've been doing multi, more than one. Well, that's, well, yeah, well, you, you can't do that. You can't. <laughs> if you need sunlight, you can go to the sunlight room. We have it in lieu. We shut down the window room. There's no more windows, but there's UV. Just carry your laptop everywhere you go. You can, you can get a massage. You can go to okay. the suntan room. There's Bill, some that's moments. why we have these carts. It's called the, the, glove, the desk glove. You the, put your hand in the cart, and then you have one hand free to type. And you can move it around. We are wasting so much time discussing this. Th- I, uh, this meeting was supposed to take no more than two minutes. <laughs> well, I, this, uh, there's just uh, I, I use my a lot. break for this. I use- <laughs> this meetings go long sometimes, guys. It, it that's for that's business what happens. Matters. Business matters. Sophie and Dan, one of two multi-gender have people have will have two two different genders feed you. Yeah, who, who me? Or you can no, you can't possibly be. We aren't. We didn't hire you to feed because the feeders feed. We've hired you to be at your desk. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm just saying. Before let's. It before seems like in this meeting, being a feeder is kind of a little bit of a break. The the role as a feeder, I feel like it 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 does not take much energy and i feel like there's a lot of downtime as a feeder that would be considered a lot a large chunk of a large chunk of what i would have as a break but besides besides all that uh there are moments when i'm crunching numbers and i sit back and i have to think all before right. i continue that's fine that's not a break that's like you're working that's thinking. thinking yeah that thinking time is not a break yeah that's thinking time's not a break <laughs> yeah so there. So I could, you can think, but don't, don't, but don't, don't, don't break. Be daydream, don't, don't be, don't daydreaming. blink. Don't, don't close your eyes. Don't blink. Break. No, that's a break. We're going to scan your eyes to make sure you don't <laughs> See, close them. All right. <laughs> We're at the end. This has been no suggestion. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre, co-host Xavier Pearson. Where can people find oh. you? Bling, real fast. At Slingprov. Yeah. At Instagram. L-I-N-G Slingprov. Uh, did I say your full name again? Yeah, you can go. For okay, it. <laughs> Steve Ling was here with us, and it was a beautiful time. Steve Thank Ling, you. Thank you Ralph Jean Pierre, and and Xavier, Xavier Pearson were the impresarios of No Suggestion. Yeah, with the impresario of the Triple Crown. Check him out, Megawatt Team. Good night. We love you guys. Yeah. Turn off all the lights after this. <laughs> <laughs> Good night.